This episode is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Are you into prop betting or daily fantasy sports? Maybe both? I have some great news for you. BreakdownSports.com is partnering with a brand new company that combines daily fantasy sports with player props called Thrive Fantasy. It's really fun and the first of its kind. The way it works is you enter contests using your own lineup made of prop bets, and the more prop bets you guess correctly, the more points you get, which means the greater chance you have at winning money. If you deposit $10 now using our code BREAKDOWN, spelled B-R-K-D-W-N, or use the link found in our description, Rye Fantasy will match your deposit with free $10 credit. Use our link or code and try it out now. All right, we're back for episode four of the N10 Puck Talk podcast. This episode is being recorded on March 16th, and you know what that means. Andrew, want to tell them? Another week closer to the NHL playoffs, and it's also St. Paddy's Day weekend. Yes, it is. Are you going to be partying tonight? Uh, maybe a bit tomorrow, not tonight. I'm going <laughs> to stay home, make some bets, and probably watch hockey tonight. Yeah, that's what I'm probably going to be doing, too. Uh, we have a lot to talk about the, this week. Uh, last week was a bit of a shorter episode, but this week is going to be full-packed. So, we got a lot of news. Ovechkin. Ovechkin needs one more point to hit 1,200 in his NHL career. That's what we mentioned last week. And he hit that on Tuesday night, recording a goal against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And in that same game, Andrew, you want to say what happened? Gino, Evgeny Malkin hit 1,000 career points. Uh, he put up two assists in that game against the Caps, and he's the fifth Russian player to do this. Um, did you know, Thomas, that there are only three players to ever win a Hart Trophy, Art Ross, and Conn Con Smythe, a Calder, and three or more Cups? And Evgeny Malkin is one of these three players. Uh, the other two players that joined him to do this are Brian Trottier and Patty Kane. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. And when I saw that on Twitter, uh, shout out to Matt Larkin on Twitter, by the way. Yeah, stat. he's the one that provided us. Well, he didn't provide us with that stat. I just <laughs> came across it when I was going through my Twitter feed on Wednesday morning. So, yeah, that's yeah, that was a little stat. Those were two big milestones uh, Tuesday night. Especially because two Russians hit it in the exact same game they were playing against each other, which yeah. is like, even more incredible. And kind of ironic. Yeah, that's very. And good also that play. same night, Carey Price, he hit. He's now the all-time wins leader in Montreal Canadiens franchise history. He passed. Jacques Plante with his 315th win on Tuesday night. You think he'll hit the 450 win club? We were discussing that, and I I feel like he'll not easily hit 400, but I think he'll hit 400 for sure in his career, especially if the Habs are better and he's there for the next eight or seven years because he signed that big deal not too long ago. So I think I think 400 is definitely possible, but 450 is going to be tough. But I think he can hit that too. As yeah, well. I think he's going to hit 450 as well. There's only uh, five active play or sorry, six players that have hit the 450 win mark. Uh, Martin Brodeur, Patrick Waugh, Roberto Luongo, who's the only active player to do this, and Eddie Belfour and Curtis Joseph are all um, goalies that have hit 450 plus wins. Yeah, especially because Carey Price is now leading the Montreal Canadiens in wins is just unbelievable. Yeah, there's a lot of big milestones this week. I know because. Ovi, Malkin, and Price, they're all all players over the age of 30, and they're just hitting these milestones now. And that's and you know cool. what, Thomas? We might be seeing another milestone know, being exactly. broke tonight. Henrik yeah. Lundqvist is one win away from hitting the 450 win mark. Um, the Rangers play tonight, and yeah, that's 
hopefully he hits this and we'll talk about it next week. I, I well, I'm pretty sure maybe Lundqvist might hit 450 by next week, even if he doesn't win tonight. But hopefully, yeah. he hopefully does win it tonight. But yeah, I'd like to see him get it tonight too. I think I'm actually gonna bet on the Rangers tonight, <laughs> just just because I want to see Hank um, hit 400 if he wins. They're playing the Wild tonight, so and the Wild are mentioned later in the podcast, but yeah, we, we'll won't tell you, about, we won't tell you when. Them. Yeah, but yeah, again, that's amazing for all three players: Ovechkin, Malkin, and Carey Price, Price for setting records. You think? Do you think Henrik Lundqvist could hit 500 wins? Uh, I don't think so, man. Like he's gonna cut it close. I think if he plays like. Two or three more seasons, I think he could do it. Yeah, if he averages 20. If he even plays two or three seasons, though, right? Like, who knows? I remember listening to him on a podcast. I think it was on Spit and Chicklets a couple weeks ago. And they were kind of asking him, like, hey, like, how many years do you plan on playing? He kind of hinted that he's towards the end of his career. And he's probably going to sign, like, a couple, like, short-term deals, like one or two years, um, if he even decides to continue playing. So... Yeah, I think if he plays three more seasons, I think he could do it. Two, we'll be cutting it close, though. Especially, like, if he just stays with the Rangers or not, because the Rangers yeah. are obviously rebuilding. Exactly. Like, like what you were saying, if you were, to sign, if you were to sign another one-year contract with a great team as a backup or splitting the starts, I mean, obviously you can hit 500, I believe. Yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll find out in the near future. There's yeah. only two goalies that have 500-plus wins, by the way. Martin Brodeur with 691 and Patrick Waugh with 551. Yeah, no, no 691, man. Like, <laughs> no 691 NHL career wins. That's freaking – that's a lot of wins. That's <laughs> just like last week we were talking about Wayne Gretzky and his points record and how no one is probably ever going to reach that record. I think this is another record that will never, ever get touched. No one will be Brodeur's um, all-time win record in the yeah, NHL. I don't think anyone's touching either. Because, like, well, people say, like, Broder's played he played seasons where he played 70 plus games in a season and people are saying like oh he's playing this much games obviously he's going to get that much wins and he played in front of great defense like Scott Stevens and whatnot and he won three cups obviously he's going to have that much wins but like he's still a good goalie like oh uh, he's yeah, he's one of the best and, and no one's time. gonna no one's gonna touch that right no now, that, so. that is just insane that's crazy almost 700 wins like wow <laughs> Uh, anyways, did you see, well, Thomas, obviously you saw this, you're a big Leafs fan, yeah. uh, Morgan Riley on Monday night against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Toronto, there was a lot of rumors that he used a homophobic slur, uh, during the game against Tampa Bay. Basically what happened was Tampa Bay was on the penalty kill and they iced the puck down into, into the Toronto end and Morgan Riley screamed fuck, uh, like, out to the ref, I guess, because couldn't call icing or whatever. And I, I'm assuming Riley was pretty tired. Um, I don't remember who was beating him to the puck. It was a Tampa Bay Lightning player that beat Riley to the puck in the Toronto end. And the bench, someone from the bench on the Tampa Bay Lightning bench was screaming, rag it, rag it, um, like hinting to kill the clock, to kill exactly. the penalty off yep. or whatever. And Twitter blew up saying that Morgan Riley screamed fuck and then fucking insert homophobic homophobic slur. Yeah, we're not going to mention that on the pod, but yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so Twitter blew up about that. I, I think I heard that Morgan Riley attended the Pride Parade in Toronto mm-hmm. like a year or two ago. I don't know if that's true or not. I saw someone tweeted that. Um, but when I saw that, I was like, wow, like Morgan Riley, I don't think he would ever. I don't think an NHL, an NHL player would have the guts to say that. In a or game. be stupid. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think when things get heated and you're in the heat of the moment, it sometimes things like that will just slip out. And you don't uh, even think yeah. of it, but you don't mean it in like a rude way or whatever, right? No, exactly. But yeah, yes. I don't. Obviously, Morgan Riley um, did didn't not. Yeah. He did not say it. But yeah, Twitter kind of jumped to conclusions this week and people were freaking out over that. Yeah, one of my buddies sent it to me, and then my first reaction was like, wow, like how many games or how much money is this guy going to get fined for saying that? Cause like now with all these things about the, the clubs that he's supporting and the pride, the parades that he's been attending and he's going to keep attending in Toronto is like, wow. Like why would Morgan Riley, why would an NHL player say that on the ice? And obviously he didn't say it, but like, it does sound like it. Yeah. When I, when I first watched it, like when I watched that video over again, I didn't actually hear anything. You really have to listen closely to yeah. actually hear the players talking on the ice because the commentators are talking. But you barely hear Morgan Riley scream "fuck," mm-hmm. and then all you hear is "rag it, rag it." You don't even hear "rag." Like you just hear "rag it, rag it." Yeah, exactly. Like that does that. That's what happens when people jump to conclusions; they don't think it through. But. It does sound yeah. like it, but I don't think anyone would have the right of mind to say that on the ice, even yeah. in, in, in public, in a public or in mics general. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone would do that. Sorry, I just wanted to mention, don't you think that that ref should have said something after that game and been like, hey, like, Morgan Riley didn't say shit. Like, yeah, no, he, he didn't. He did. He he said that he didn't hear anything that was, that was on that line of... And then I saw Morgan Riley's press conference or whatever after he said, like, I would whatever as well. I didn't even know about the ref, though. I don't even yeah. We can talk about, like, other stuff, but, like, we don't even know how many games he would have gotten if he actually did say. Like, how many games do you think that is? I don't even know. I don't – has that ever even happened in the NHL before? I don't – I don't – Maybe, remember. like, a racist slur or something. I don't think a homophobic slur has ever been – or said. like said on the ice and it or caught said. Yeah. and like, who knows it could have people i'm sure players have said stuff like that before on the ice but it's never been caught on camera or whatever right microphones yeah so yeah i don't even know how many games you would put on a guy for doing that but that's obviously not good yeah another uh video that went viral this week thomas i'm not sure if you saw this or not but there was a huge brawl in a minor hockey league at an arena in Mississauga, actually, our hometown, which is in the greater Toronto area. Um, yeah, so there was a huge brawl in a minor hockey league game at Iceland Arena, for those of you that are familiar with the area. And coaches ended up running onto the ice to try to help refs break everything up. And a coach, an ass- I think it was an assistant coach, he took backup sticks from the bench and started swinging them at the kids. I think it was opposing players. He was swinging them at the kids, yeah, trying to protect players. his own players, whatever. Beating them with with hockey stick is is an interesting video. Uh, we'll probably repost it. We could repost it on the breakdown Twitter account after this podcast. Yeah. Um, Thomas, what are your thoughts on that? 
same as you like why <laughs> I, I, same as you're talking like why like why why would what you, are you doing like he's gonna get charged probably for assault like, like, ass, like assault on a minor. assaulting kid yeah <laughs> minor. Like, i don't, I don't know, know what he's that, doing that was just crazy but that's what happens when like you're in the heat of the moment and the emotions get the best. Yeah, we were just talking about that before, right? Yeah, you're in the heat of the moment. <laughs> you're not thinking straight. You're just not at all. No. Doing... Obviously, he's trying to protect his players. I think. I think uh, one of his players was kind of getting the shit kicked out of him. So, <laughs> I think that's why he started doing that. And it was pretty funny because at the end of the video, the coach that was swinging sticks at the kids ends up getting drilled. By, I know, did you see that? By an opposing player. Yeah, that kid was pretty big, too. He Good got job. smoked. Deservedly so. Like, why would... If I saw that, I wouldn't do the same as the kid did, but, like, if you saw that... <laughs> I would. Dude, if, if a coach is swinging hockey sticks at your teammates, would you not do that? Like, how... I would react the same way. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I would just kill the kid. Not, <laughs> not literally. I mean, like, I would just... Hit him, knock him on his ass. I'm sure that coaches won't be coaching for a while. <laughs> no. So I still, I just think it's, area. it's a. Oh yeah, he's probably gonna be banned from Iceland at least. But I don't even know what um, team it was. Was it like? I, didn't I couldn't tell. I, yeah, I actually couldn't tell what teams they were. I don't know if it was like a, like a. It wasn't a beer league tournament. Obviously, no, no, kids. No. I don't know if it was like a spring hockey tournament. I yeah, guess it is that time of year, right? Where mm-hmm. spring hockey is picking up now. But, yeah, I didn't recognize those teams either. So, I don't know if it was, like, a GTHL game, like, an MHL game or something. I don't know. Regardless, like, why? It was cra- a crazy video. We're going to repost it on the Breakdown Sports Twitter account. And, uh, go check it out. <laughs> it's a, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and a nice, a nice segue into the next topic because that guy was very heated. So, now we're going to be talking about who's hot in the NHL. Yeah. So, teams that are hot to start off, the Chicago Blackhawks. The Blackhawks are on a four-game winning streak. They just recently won 5-4 four four, four in Toronto, where they should have lost in the third period, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, they killed Arizona at home, winning 7-1, and they beat the Stars on the road 2-1. And, Andrew, you want to mention that stat you have there? Uh, yeah, so it's not really a stat, Thomas. But well, the Blackhawks but... are they're in last place in the central division right now, but you still, you can't count them out of the playoffs. No teams are actually eliminated from the playoffs officially in the Western conference. Mm-hmm. All teams are still battling for a playoff spot. So this, this winning streak is, is huge for them. They, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs to be honest, but they have a shot. They could still come back and maybe make playoffs. Give yeah. That five, four win in Toronto though. They, they should have lost that game. They were the winning. Um, it was five, nothing. And they uh, they almost blew. They should have blew a five nothing loss. Uh, the Leafs had I like guess. fifty shots. I was gonna say, especially in that last minute, man. They had like 10, 10 shots or something, and that got knocked off or whatever. Yeah, that was so. Whatever. Bad. Let's stop talking about it because we're we're kind of biased. Because <laughs> we're Leafs fans. Yeah, well, the Chicago Blackhawks are six point out of the playoffs. As again, you said that like they might not make it. I don't think they're gonna make it either. I don't just I don't see them jumping. Four teams just to get in the wild card spot, especially when Arizona's this hot and Minnesota needs to put together some wins. So, I mean, hopefully we'll see them, but I don't think so. Yeah, it'd be nice to see them make the playoffs actually, because they are—they're one of my favorite teams to watch in the favorite teams to watch in the playoffs when they make the playoffs. 
And they've they've been in the playoffs every single year, basically, in the last couple of years. In the last two years, uh, except no playoffs. What's that? The last two years, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I guess mm-hmm. the last two years they haven't made it. Yep. Um, but yeah, they they are. They're one of those teams that always seem to make the playoffs. Another team that's hot in the NHL right now is the Calgary Flames, who were actually on our cold list last week. Yeah. They headed into this last week on a four-game losing streak, and they came out of it on a three-game win streak. All games this week were at home. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights 6-3. to A huge 9-4 to victory against the New Jersey Devils. Um, and a five to one victory against the New York Rangers. By the way, in that nine to four win against New Jersey, I think it was on Tuesday night. Yep. Johnny Hockey put up three goals and three assists with a huge performance. I think it was the biggest performance in the NHL this week. He put up six, six points, points man. Game. And no one really talked about it. Like, oh my. God. Yeah, it was kind of. You're right. I. You know what though? I think that was the same night where three milestones were achieved. Yeah, so I think people were so focused on those headlines that they didn't really care that Johnny Goudreau put up three goals and three assists in this yeah, game. But I know that's just what I think. That but you're sense. right; it did. It kind of got overlooked a little bit. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was on the same day as the all the milestones. So. It was, yeah, it was all Tuesday. All that stuff was all Tuesday night. Definitely got overshadowed by Malkin, Ovechkin, and Price. Yeah. But Johnny Goudreau has been doing it all year for the Flames. He, I mean, recently, like, I don't know if he's going to be up for the heart, but he definitely should be a consideration considering this guy has, like, 90-plus points and he's just the heart and soul of the Calgary Flames right now. Even when their offense isn't going every night, like we're going to mention in a few minutes, Johnny Goudreau has been the one player that's always been getting points, whether it's on the power play, even strength, 4-on-4, four 3-on-3 four, three three in overtime. It's Johnny Goudreau all the time in Calgary. Yeah, he's fun to watch, that's for sure. I'm a big fan of his one. I don't watch the Flames that often, but every time they've played Toronto, Johnny Goudreau puts on a show. He's yeah. he's a fun to he's a player that's very fun to watch. He's always doing something. Even when he's not putting up points, which is very rarely, he's still creating scoring chances for the Flames. Yeah, exactly. I so love exciting. watching him. He's yeah, he's a great player. American though, so <laughs> Yeah. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got some American members in the breakdown. We don't want <laughs> to tick them off. <laughs> Another team that's hot in the NHL is the Florida Panthers, who are on a three-game win streak. They beat the Wild last week 6-2, to two, killed the Red Wings 6-1 to one at home, and beat San Jose in San Jose 4-2. Yeah, they're currently on the California road trip, and they're currently playing the Los Angeles Kings right now as I'm watching the game, so... Hopefully they pull off a W. I don't know if I see them making the playoffs, but they're definitely not out of it. I just don't see it. But what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know what? I It's going to be close. They're, I think, six points out of a playoff spot right now. Uh, nine points. They're going to cut – no, six. Nine. Nine. Yeah, sorry, nine. Columbus, I guess, would be the last playoff team with 83 points. And yep. Panthers have 74 points. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it, though. <laughs> You just give up all hope on that. <laughs> no, sorry. I was kind of – I was looking at the Habs. I'm like, yeah, no, the, the Habs might make the playoffs only. But the Panthers, yeah. no chance, I don't think. Even if they do end up winning out the rest of their games this season, they're not going to cut it. I don't know. Like, the big question mark is whether they're going to go after Bobrovsky or Panarin in free agency because they definitely need more scoring than just Barkov and Hoffman doing it. 
And yeah, that top line, that's the only line that kind of produces for the Panthers. Consistently, yeah. Yeah, yeah, consistently. Exactly. And their goaltending has a question mark. Luongo and Reimer aren't that strong, but they got this young guy, Samuel Montemblot, in that. So I don't know about him, but I don't think he's the answer. So maybe Bobrovsky's the answer in free agency, but we shall see. See what they do in the offseason, I guess. Exactly. So some players that are hot right now, Johnny Goudreau, who we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, four goals, three assists this week, one game-winning goal. And he had 19 shots on goals this week, which is crazy. That's a crazy fantasy hockey stat. Yeah. If you count shots on goals towards your point system. He was actually pointless in the Flames game against Vegas. He was minus one, but he still got nine shots on goal that game. So, for fantasy owners, they were still happy. Right, well, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy because I own him. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're kind of... And a run for the money, aren't you? I am. I am the run for first place, so hopefully I get that. And Johnny Goudreau's been huge for my fantasy team this week. Another player that's been a huge part of the Flames team this year, Another Matthew Kachuk. Mm-hmm. Six goals and four assists this week. One game winning goal. He scored a hat-trick against Vegas on Sunday and put up five points against the Rangers last night. Those Calgary Flames, man, whenever the top line is not producing, Johnny Goudreau is not scoring goals, which is very rarely, by the way. <laughs> they have a lot of depth there. Um, Sean Monahan's obviously injured right now, and James Neal's out as well. But if those guys come back to the playoffs, Flames are going to be deadly, I think. I think they could make a nice little playoff push. What do you I think, mean, Thomas? I, I don't disagree at all with you. Like Calgary's leading the Western Conference in points, but – Right behind them is San Jose with 94. Uh, they, I, I think Calgary has to secure first place in the Pacific and in the Western Conference in order them to have an easier route to the finals if they want to get there. I'm assuming they do. Yeah, I, like, think, I think right now, if I'm the Calgary Flames, I'm focusing on winning the division first because yep. whoever – the battle right now is between San Jose and the Flames, obviously. Yeah. Um, if the Flames don't win the division, they're going to have to play Vegas most likely. Mm-hmm. And I think San Jose has a better shot at beating Vegas than the Flames do. So if I'm the Calgary Flames right now, I'm focusing on winning the division. I don't even care about playoffs yet. This is playoffs right now. Yeah. Like, Crunch time. Because with the wild card race being so close, if Calgary were to win the Pacific Division, they'd be playing teams like Dallas, Arizona, or Minnesota. And I my opinion, I think the Calgary Flames could be all three of those teams in a series, a game or a seven game series. Yeah. And like you mentioned before, like when Johnny Goudreau's not scoring, they got Matthew Kachuk. They got Michael Backlund. They got, got exactly. well, James Neal, who isn't, yeah. he hasn't really played much because he's been injured this season, but Sam Bennett, yep. Elias Lindholm, like, yeah. Michael Froelich, holy, like, yeah, they, they got, some good guys some because good those th- those guys don't usually score every game because I've been watching the Flames a lot because of Johnny Goudreau and how he, he excites me. But when like when those depth guys aren't scoring, the the good guys are scoring, and then when yeah. the good guys aren't scoring, the depth guys the are opposite. Scoring. Yeah, they could fill in the gaps for the Flames, and they're filling and they're, really you, good I gaps. think their their defense is kind of slept on too. Eh, the top pairing is Giordano and TJ Brody, and they have Noah Hannafin, Noah Noah Hannafin and Travis Hamanick. And then Oscar Fentenberg and Rasmus Anderson, who I think 
this decor's kind of slept on a little bit. It is. Their top four is yeah. amazing. I know it's they they can shut you down in a series for sure. And I feel like they'll do that against the three teams I mentioned before: Dallas, Arizona, Minnesota. Yeah. And then can I just mention something about the Flames? I know yeah. we're talking about Matthew Kachuk and Goudreau, but they're in this conversation as well. The Calgary Flames are the only team in the NHL to have four people who have recorded 70-plus points this year, huh. which is crazy. Yeah, that I didn't even think about that, but now that I think back, like, it makes sense that they're the only team to do that. Goudreau, Kachuk, Lindholm, Monaghan are the four players that have 70-plus points for the Flames. That If you're a Flames fan... This is a golden year for you. Golden, yeah. yeah. You are, like, overjoyed, for sure. Hopefully they could... I would like to see the Flames uh, continue their success in the playoffs. Same as well. I think they can make a good run, but I don't don't see them winning the Cup. I think they're just too inexperienced. Yeah, that's the question that marks them, and the goaltending, but that's another conversation for another day. (laughs) Yeah, another... uh, Another player that's been putting up a lot of points in the last week and this NHL season was Nikita Kucherov. He had four goals, three assists, two power play points, and two game-winning goals this week. Put up 13 shots on goal, and he still leads the league in points. He set a franchise record for most points this week, and he's on pace to hit 130 points this season. Thomas, who do you think is going to have more points? Tampa Bay Lightning or Nikita Kucherov? I saw that on Twitter too, the poll. Honestly, I made a mistake by pressing the Lightning. I meant to press Nikita Kucherov. <laughs> this guy, this guy's unreal. He's been doing it all year. And 130 points in the NHL is just incredible because we haven't seen that since Crosby did it years ago and Ovechkin did it years ago. But they haven't even hit 130 when they did that. No, they yeah. 120. Yeah. So to see Kucherov even in the conversation for that, is unbelievable. Kucherov kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, obviously the last like two seasons he's been unreal, but before he made a name for himself in the NHL, he was never like a big prospect that anyone talked no, about. No, no. You know what I mean? Like he's not like a McDavid where everyone just exactly freaked out when he came into the league or yeah, he's not, he wasn't really talked about a lot at all. He kind of wasn't on the radar and, now he, he made a name for himself, and he's obviously the leading point scorer in the NHL. I know, and, and I hate to mention them all the time, but we always mention the Spitting Chicklets podcast, and Steven Stamkos was on it recently, and he talked about how Nikita how they, how the Tampa Bay organization didn't know who this guy was coming to training camp in his first year. They're like, who's this Russian kid? Like He played for the Quack Bramparts in the, the QWHL, and now he's just ripping up the NHL. It's just crazy. Yeah, I saw that interview as well, Thomas, and I think uh, even in training camp, Steven Stanko said that he he didn't expect Kucherov to be this good at all. Exactly. I don't think anybody did. And now you see him ripping up the playoffs and ripping up the league is just crazy and good for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But in the future, I don't know if it, this might be the last year that they really have the best team on paper in their franchise history, and I mentioned that in an article I wrote a couple weeks ago. so Yeah, you should check that out on the breakdownsports.com, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to teams that aren't hot. Buffalo Sabres have been the coldest team in the NHL for the last week. Last week they were on our list for teams that are not hot. They're currently on a six-game losing streak. 
They got shut out in their last three straight games. No, they, um, they got shut out against the Penguins at home, against the Stars at home, and against Colorado in Colorado. They're out. They've been outscored ten and nothing in those last three games. This is definitely going to hurt their playoff run. Thomas, what do you think? Well, yeah, I don't think they're make the playoffs anymore. But I'm just looking at my phone for a second and looking through the games. Two nothing versus Dallas. Then yep. five nothing versus Pittsburgh. And then was... the Avs was three nothing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, what you didn't realize that, did you? No. Yeah, they've they yeah. got shut out in three straight games, and they're on a six game losing streak, obviously. Well, it doesn't help. Yeah, they Eichel was suspended for two of them, but still, still like score. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I was kind of happy to see Buffalo. They kind of turned. Well, at the beginning of the season, we they thought, looked like they yeah. were turning around their franchise. They they were in a playoff spot. They looked like they were going to make playoffs up until about two weeks ago. Um, now they just kind of they fell off the map, and we're not going to be seeing them in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs this year. I don't think so either. But another team we're going to be seeing in the Stanley Cup playoffs. A team that is nice and dear and close to our hearts. Yes, is the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they're on this list for a couple reasons. They have not been good in the first period at all in the last three games, I, in my opinion. I don't think they've been good at all in the first period. And they were on a three-game home stretch this week, and I've struggled going one and two. Lost 6-2 versus Tampa at home. Lost 5-4 versus Chicago, even though they should have won that game. And they actually won last night 7-6 versus Philly, but we're they were down 3-0. Three nothing. Nothing. Yeah, and that's two, a comeback. Exactly, and I don't... I don't know. The Maple Leafs have been weird this season where they struggled against teams that are lower them in the standings. And I don't know. The Leafs are on this list for a reason. But And yeah, like like you said here, they're always playing catch-up. And it's going to hurt always. the Bruins. All, they're always playing catch-up. Listen to this. When they're leading games after the first period, they're 23-2. and two. When they're leading games going into the third period, they're 33-0-1. Oh Going into the third period when sorry, um, coming out of the first period when they're losing, they're eight, twelve, and three. And then going into the third period when they're losing, they're three twenty and three. The Leafs need a good start to be successful in the playoffs, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. If they're always if they're gonna be playing catch up, they're gonna be playing the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. We we know that already. Like unless something crazy happens and um which it won't, Boston Bruins and Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be playing each other in the playoffs this year. And if the Leafs are going to be playing catch-up with them, they're not going to win that series, I don't think. Yeah, I, I would argue that they would be out in five games if they're going to play catch-up against the Bruins, especially what the Bruins did to us last year in a seven-game series. And we blew that one again. We don't want to mention the first time they blew it. No, I don't even want to talk about that one. <laughs> like, that was a write-off. But again, the Leafs... They're just, I'm a Leafs fan, I can't not deny that, but I'm not biased in any form of shape or way, but it's like the Leafs, they got to get better in the first period in order to have success yeah, going down can the you, stretch. Do you think part of that has to do with coaching? Because if yeah. you think, you're coming out onto the ice in the first period, right? Mm-hmm. Fresh from the dressing room. Babcock's got to be hyping them up or something or giving them a nice speech to get them going in the dressing room before the game, right? Do you yeah. think some of that has to do with coaching? I think it, some of them has to do a lot with coaching because your job as a coach is to get the players prepared 
and make them wake up in the first period. If you're not going to do that as a coach, I don't know what, what you're doing before the game. Like, I know the Leafs are good, and I have all this expectation around them. But this year, a lot of people are looking at Mike Babcock and seeing what he's going to do for this team heading into the playoffs, especially when they've had horrible first periods. Yeah, terrible. Well, some terrible starts. I was going to say that the Leafs, obviously, they do not lack skill at all. No. It's got to – I think coaching's part of the reason why they have had some slow starts, especially within the last week, obviously. I mean, th- we talked about it before, too. They were trailing against the Chicago Blackhawks, 5 nothing. They almost came back and won that game. Um, But, like like we were talking about, like, they have to – they have to come out booming and come out with a, a nice start to actually be successful in the playoffs moving forward. Yeah, like you mentioned, they're down 5 nothing. If they let in one last goal, they're going overtime against the Blackhawks on Wednesday. And if they score a goal, they're winning the game against the Blackhawks in regulation. So they need to have a really good start, and that needs to be fixed going into the playoffs. I, I don't People say about the lines and stuff. I know the injuries, Dermot, Gardner... Hyman's been out. That's not an excuse, though. I don't think. Yeah, like that's not an excuse. That lineup, that lineup is still Still unreal. Yeah, like they're still amazing. I don't think they should have any excuses. They're they need to come out. They need to start games better. I think. Yep. Another team that's been on a little bit of a cold streak is the Minnesota Wild, who are on a three-game losing streak. They've been outscored thirteen to three in their last three games. They lost six to two in Florida. They were shut out at home against the San Jose Sharks, 3-0. And they lost at home against Dallas, 4-1. This is kind of shocking because they looked pretty good last week when they beat the Tampa Bay Lightning, 3-0. Mm-hmm. In Tampa Bay as well, they were on the road. Yeah. It looked like that they were kind of going to be turning things around and maybe uh, kind of making a little bit of a playoff push and end up in a playoff spot. But this is going to hurt them. Just like we were talking about the Sabres, they're both these teams, the Minnesota Wild and the Buffalo Sabres are both teams that have been cold and this is going to hurt them uh, in making playoffs and playoff chances. Honestly, I I don't think they were on our list last week, but the Minnesota Wild might have been on our hot list last week too. Yeah, they. you know what they might have been, especially with that win in Tampa Bay, 3 nothing. It was huge. Because they beat the Calgary I don't think Flames. they were. I'd have think, to go listen to the pod again. I don't, yeah. But Anyways, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. But still, yeah, the Minnesota Wild, they need to make the playoffs. And they're not <laughs> They're not three-game losing. <laughs> yeah, no. So, That's the goal right now. Make the playoffs. And it doesn't look like they're going to be doing that. They're, I don't know. People question mark the trades that they made. They traded Nino Niederreiter. And now they're looking for scoring. It happened again. They have Victor Ask. And I, I think he's injured right now. And... It looks like he's playing injured. I don't even think he's doing good. I think he has like one goal in the Minnesota Wild uniform. But Ryan Donato's doing good. Yeah, yeah. The, the team overall is not doing good. And Devin Dubnik's not doing good. So there's a lot of question marks heading into the playoffs if they were going to make it. That is for sure. Are you looking to sign up with the online sports book for the first time? Or just looking to place bets through an online sports book? The Breakdown has you covered. Check out mybookie.ag. And use our code BRKDWN. Again, BRKDWN. And you will get a 50% off bonus on your deposit up to $100. That means if you deposit $100, 
using our code, you get $50 free. Again, use our co code BRKDWN on my bookie now. Time for Battle of the Buds. Last week, I went 2-1, and one, and unfortunately, Thomas went 1-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm 7-2 on the season right now, and Thomas is 6-3. and three. So I'm up one game. I have one game in hand. If you don't know already, the loser of this segment at the end of the season is going to pay for the, the winner's entry in our fantasy hockey pool next year. So Thomas, you want to start us off and announce uh, your first game of the week that you're going to be taking? Yeah, the loser will start it off. Um, Monday night, <laughs> I have the Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Arizona Coyotes. I think you know who I'm picking. It's Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, that's an obvious, I think. That should be an easy win for you. My first game is going to be on Sunday night. The Vegas Golden Knights are playing the Edmonton Oilers at home. I'm going to be taking the Vegas Golden Knights in that game. Uh, Thursday night game, I'll be taking the Boston Bruins at New Jersey. I think the Boston Bruins need to win a couple games because they've been a bit cold lately, even though they're not mentioned on our list. But they need to secure that second place uh, in the division in order to get over the Leafs and hopefully get around them, even though I don't want them to. But yeah, Boston over that's, New Jersey. That's kind of a, a good pick too because New Jersey's kind of been a little bit cold too, exactly. I think. Yep. So, Smart decision Boston, on my part. Boston could go on a little bit of posture, or pull off a win at least in that game. Wednesday night, I'm going to be taking the Winnipeg Jets in Anaheim against the Anaheim Ducks. And then my last game of the week, I'll be taking the team I bet on last week to beat the Senators, and they lost 2 nothing versus the Senators. Disappointment. I'll be, yeah, I'll be taking the Blues over the Detroit Red Wings. Hopefully they can pull off a dub for me. I give you Kurt, or I give you um, creds for that because if I were you in your situation and the St. Louis lost to the Sens, I would not be picking them for the rest of the season. I'd be pissed <laughs> off. My last game for this week is going to be a Thursday night game as well. I'm going to be taking the Calgary Flames at home against the Ottawa Senators. The, the Flames are battling for first place in the Central Division right now, uh, and they're playing one of the worst teams in the NHL, the Ottawa Senators. I think the Flames are going to take this no-brainer, hands down. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a smart decision over the Ottawa Senators. Any decision, as we mentioned in multiple previous weeks, that it's not very hard to beat the Ottawa Senators this year. Uh, before we end things off, Thomas, I'm curious. Who would you like to see win the Stanley Cup this year? Based on just the team, pick one team who you want to see win the Cup. Not based on who you think is going to win the Cup. Just a team that you th you want to see win the Stanley Cup. The team that I want to see most win the Cup is the Tampa Bay Lightning. I think that they just have way too many amazing players on that roster to not win it. And the guys like Kucherov having the season he's having, Vasilevsky having the Vesna Trophy candidate season he's having, John Cooper's been there since 2013, hasn't won anything yet. So you kind of feel bad, but they've had multiple playoff performances that weren't up to par. And now I think that the Tampa Bay Lightning are just too good not to win it. So I would love to see the Tampa Bay Lightning lift the cup, even though. Yeah, I, I would also guys. love. I would love to see Steven Stamkos win the cup as well. Him too. So I, I like. I like that pick. I'm going to be picking the San Jose Sharks. I think they're the team that I want to see win the Stanley Cup most this year, mainly because Joe Thornton, Jumbo Joe, I love him. 
He hasn't won a Stanley Cup in his career yet. He's getting old. I think he's going to retire pretty soon. And they have they have a good team as well. Joe Pavelski, Logan Couture, um, Timo Meyer. They have a, a lot of young guys as well. They added Gustav Nyquist at the trade deadline. Kevin LeBlanc, LeBlanc who's been pretty uh, pretty unreal this season as well. He's another young guy. I I think it's San Jose's time. They've never won a cup in uh, franchise history. They're due for a Stanley Cup, and I think this is the team that I want to see win the Stanley Cup this year. And it's funny that we mentioned other than that. the other than the Toronto Maple Leafs, I would love to see them win the cup. I don't <laughs> think they're going to though. And the bias comes out, and the bias comes out now. No, that's not being bias. I'm being I'm a realist. I don't think the Leafs are going to win the Stanley Cup at all. I don't think it's their it's not their time to shine. But the San Jose Sharks are the team that I'm going to be rooting for this year. It's funny that we mentioned both the team, both of these teams, because in back-to-back years, both these teams lost in the Stanley Cup final. 2015, Tampa lost to Chicago, and then 2016, San Jose lost to Pittsburgh. So, yeah, these are both teams that have been there and have not won. So, yeah, they've both these teams. You're right; they've made deep playoff runs. So, anyways, I think we're kind of running out of time here. Uh, Thomas, got any last words? I know yeah. you put up an article. You want to shout it out? Maybe mention a little bit about what it was about. Yeah, so I put a, just put out an article of the Atlantic uh, playoff preview. Just going to be talking about the teams that are in the hunt for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, me and me and Flager actually put out the NHL fantasy hockey recap every Monday. So go check that out. And playoff previews will probably be coming out every Wednesday or something like that. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, you're gonna pick a different division every week, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in that. Also, March Madness is coming up, NCAA basketball, and the Breakdown Sports is having a bracket challenge. It's free entry. All you have to do is reach out to the Breakdown Sports on Twitter to get entered. There are prizes for top three. If you want to see more details, visit our website or our Twitter account at the Breakdown Sports. And also, yeah. happy St. Patty's Day. Yeah, happy St. Patty's Day to all. The One Leafs of the biggest just wore theirs, so Yes, actually I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um the Leafs wore their St. Patty's jerseys yesterday. I think they're wearing them tonight too in Ottawa. Yep. And they kind of rebranded on Twitter a little bit. They changed their Twitter name to Toronto St. Pat's. Yeah, it's kinda cool. And the jerseys are so nice, so that adds everything to it. I'm a fan of them as well. Anyways, that's all we got this week. Yep, I'm Thomas Wesson alongside Andrew Flager, and we'll chat next week.